Welcome back, everybody, to the upstairs basement. So uh, we got the all-aspiring cool dad in the Portland wet dream, a.k.a. Alex and Cody. All day. All day. Gucci <laughs> gang, baby. And Blue face, baby. First of all, I want to address this fake-ass spring we got going on because Kirsten and I went to Portland last weekend, right. home of the Portland wet dream. I, I've never been. I've never been. Can't say but it. apparently I'm... Uh, I'm thriving there. We, you seriously though, we walked up and down as like 23rd Street or some shit. It was in the ritzy area of Portland. We went to have breakfast with Ashlyn, and just sitting outside, walking, watching people walk up and down the sidewalk. I was like, nearly every motherfucking person is dressed like Alex. No shit. It was just like the short, like above the knee kind of shorts with like tie dye. Well, that's just all right. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. It just it reminded me of you. Okay, and then people with flannels and skinny jeans, with the Converse. But that was like, and then there were uh, hoodies and like the jogger sweats. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't I know. Am a Portland. <laughs> I, I was about to say you you are Portland. <laughs> Fucking everyone in there. Did you bring that back up at all? Uh no, I did not. <laughs> So uh, her parents were at the breakfast as well. So I didn't. Wet dream, huh? (laughs) (laughs) You have any wet dreams lately? Uh, Oh man! And then it was ninety there the whole time we were there, and then just come back to this bullshit. It's supposed to snow this week, like three or four days this week. It's supposed to snow. I thought it was just. Hold up, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they changed it. But I thought April showers brought something else. Oh, <laughs> uh, they they switched it. They switched it. Now we have rain in the forecast, but we're still barely. We're breaking fifty on Tuesday. The rest of the day we're in the forties, and then next Saturday and Sunday still rainy ass bullshit, but in the low fifties. You know, okay, you bring up Ashton uh, wedding party. Yeah. Shout out to Chelsea for getting her masters. True. Yeah. Good masters. Shit. And then her bachelorette party's next weekend. That's wild. Are you going to that? No. <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna be here. I already told Kirsten that I want to organize the day you and me just kicking it next weekend. In addition to podcast, but another day as well. We could get started on our brewery run. What the fuck is yes. it called? Is that what it's called? What's uh, it called? It's yeah, it's like the brewery passport. Hunt passport. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think what the fuck they call it. But yeah, you got to pick up a passport somewhere and then go get a stamp. You just had to get a beer there? Cool. Yeah, all you got to do is get a beer and then, like when you uh, pay, just have them stamp it. Dope. Yeah. You know yeah. what I've never had that I've wanted to have? What? The flight. Oh, the had beer a flight? flight? I've never had one. Let's do one. Aren't they like small glasses and shit? Yeah. Well, some, some places are. Some people... Like actually a big like half a beer type ones but Rico. most of them are like <laughs> this size yeah, okay like a two sipper yeah, i want to try one flight i'm down flight but yeah, yeah man this weather's kind of whack yeah look at that fucking wind out it's like gray falls it's like a right delayed wet like 
season. I, I told Kirsten last night, so we went to the dog ball last night, mm-hmm. which is Heart of the Valley puts on like this ball where people go and bid on shit. Crazy money got flying out towards the end. Really? Like, did you see my story? Mm-mm. So I posted a story last night on Snapchat. No, I don't yeah. watch stories on Snapchat. I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm never on Instagram or Facebook enough to post a story on there. Anyway. Uh, but uh, Dog ball. The last trip. So there's a trip. There are two trips you could bid on. One was to New York, they, being Heart of the Valley and Animal Shelter. It was to the Westminster Dog Show. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, you got a thousand. So you got free tickets to go to the show, plane tickets. And then you got like a thousand dollar spending. No, like room and board oh, type thing. Okay. And uh I think that ended up going for like seven thousand dollars a bit on it. And then the last trip was a uh fishing trip up to Canada and I think it ended at ten five. Jesus, man. Yeah. I and, mean if you got it like that. Right. And uh you know what we work at the funeral home doing shit. They helped organize it because apparently the owner of the funeral home, they co-run it, but her husband's sister is like the executive chairman on the board at Heart of the Valley, and he bought a barbecue that they live auctioned for five grand last night. Holy. I was like, oh, shit. That's wild. And then at the very end, when they're... Like, they had silent auction items, too, but at the very end, when... uh. Everything had already been bid on. They did like a cash call for donations. They had an auctioneer bidding. And so he started off at ten grand. Mm-hmm. No one dropped it to seven. I think he got one person to just donate seven grand. And then five grand came up and shit tons of people just started raising their little docket card thing paddles. Mm-hmm. They made so much fucking money last night. It was I'm guessing they probably made close to 60, 70 grand last night. Is there is there such thing as a podcast fundraiser? <laughs> right? Like, can we just hold a banquet at MSU and just get donations? Yeah. Like, I'll come clean up dog shit in your yard. Five grand. Who's got it? Who's got it? You know what I really, like, hope for sometime? Because uh, we're averaging roughly 100 views per episode. Yeah. 100 to 150 in between. Yeah. Um, depending on how good our fucking title is, apparently. Right. I really don't know. It fluctuates. Uh, but if we just had like a sponsor that wasn't through the hosting website, like we just had yeah. a sponsor, like some local, like Heyday or some shit. Right. Like shout out Heyday. That's where I got my Mother's Day gifts from my mom. Yeah. But it's like if just some business was just like, yeah, here's 100 bucks. Or 50 bucks, whatever, anything. I really wouldn't care if they give us like 20 bucks. I'd be happy. Yeah. Just like, yo. Plus, just shout them out. This every podcast. podcast is sponsored by yeah. yada, yada, yada. Here's your ad read. Here's your help for Disposement Area. Yeah. Or Montana, whatever, anywhere. That'd be pretty cool. Rather than like the Black Tux, which is everywhere. Right. Which is fine. It's cool. But, yeah, but it's not local. Yeah, like it's just cool to just like some local thing. I really want to utilize this cricket that you got going on for multiple things. Oh, yeah. True. Uh, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, I guess you've you've talked about the cricket thing before. A little bit, I feel yeah. like most people know what it is now. Yeah. 
I want to utilize that. I do too. And I just like create some like flyer type things and just go around like downtown and be yeah. like, yo, you got a little board we could throw this up on? Yeah. You imagine our cover art just blown up on a piece of paper just, just scattered pow. throughout everywhere? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what we'd put on it. Just like looking for guests, looking for sponsors. Yeah. Here's an email. Here's a, I don't know. Here's our social media handle. Yeah. Reach out. I just think about getting like a bunch of SoundCloud artist people be like, yo, hold up. You need someone? Let me promote my new SoundCloud. Like, oh, shit. Okay, I guess. This shit's definitely recorded on GarageBand. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But if you're going to pay us, yeah, yeah. We got yeah, we got you. You're local. Okay. <laughs> I came across this uh, Bozeman artist the other day that like I've had classes with before. Yeah. Like this is like a whole nother life. Like you put on a whole different persona in class compared to this compared Instagram to this I just found of you. Yeah. It showed him like doing this a uh, show. Not to throw shade, but it's just like that's just you and your buddies. Like this is just like it looked like the New Year's party we had in your <laughs> shed. <laughs> yeah. But it was like it was like a venue or just like a big ass garage or something. Right. But it's like, damn, that's like, good for him. Like, he's chasing his dream. Good for him. Bruh, Bozeman's got this weird underground music scene. Yeah. That no one knows. And then they're like, oh, I've seen, like, some posts. They're like, oh, meet at this house. And it's like, they got a fucking stage in the basement people play on. I'm like, what the fuck is I this? Feel like, <laughs> I feel like our old guest, Bo, knows of this. <laughs> like, he knows <laughs> he's in this. Bo would know. Yeah. He's got his fingers fucking everywhere. He wouldn't know. Oh, is it a beer in hand? You see, I do you follow him on anything? Yeah, I, pink hair. Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if I'll, uh, I don't know if we're friends on Facebook, but I know for sure on Instagram. Dude, you th- I think it's crazy that he has or had. I think he's moving or something. But he had a climbing wall in his room. I saw them trying to sell that. How wild! Yeah, that's so cool. That was cool. Like. If you got it like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you sat on an island, I mean. Not everyone does that. <laughs> nah, he was a cool-ass guy. We got to get him back on. He was cool as shit. Yeah, for sure. He, wants, he, wants he really wants to do a hashtag deep and drunk. I know two. he does. Yeah. I mean, it's summertime now, so I guess it'd be the time to do it. True. If he's not traveling the world or being shirtless in Moab or something. True. And I ain't got two jobs in. Well, I mean, like, right now I'm on call for the funeral home, so I'm going to just warn everyone if I get a phone call, I got to bounce. But um, since I don't got dish pit duties anymore, I am free in the evening times. Yeah, we'll have to set that up too. I got nothing to plan for anymore. Man. Oh, I this is weird. Got all. So, you know how I've been a member at Access? Yeah. Bro, it's cheaper almost to go to the Ridge now. Really? Yeah. And they got 10 times the shit that yeah. Access does. So Kirsten and I went in, because like Access, you just can't get on anything you want to. Right. Because we're trying to get on that workout game, not the wedding is over, it's stress is gone. And so we went in, that you just can't work out the way you want to or get on any machines you want to. And so I was like, eh, maybe you just look at the Ridge one time, It's even though it's expensive. Went in, talked to this lady, and she's like, 75 bucks a month for both of you. 
That's cheaper than the rich. Like total? It's, yeah. Nice. Total a month. I was like, how the fuck can you get away charging this and access it? For all the amenities rich has, that's yeah. not bad. You know what? This leads me to the idea that I had to talk about. Okay. Um, just related to spending money on stuff. Like... Gucci Gang. I'm not even sure where to take it, where to go with it. Okay. But sometimes I wonder, like, I get the emergency fund of saving money. Yeah. But there's times where I think, like, why am I saving this money? (laughs) What am I saving it for? I understand that. Like, once you have an allotted emergency, what... Why why do why do I need to fall in love with something to purchase it? Why can't I just be like, you know what? I want it. Yeah. <laughs> I want it right now. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna get it. And then if I don't like it, sucks to suck, dude. Ah. You gotta cut your loss. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one thing. Like we got so we have several different savings and checkings account now that our shit is together the way it's set up yeah (laughs) the way our bank account is set up we got a checkings and a savings no but recently we paid off a shit ton of like my debt like credit card debt gone um student loan to msu gone congrats bro it's been dope but this is the first month so Start feeling it next month, like the extra money we have to put away and shit. But, uh, so we have our emergency fund. We're doing, I almost said Dr. Phil, but it's, uh, <laughs> what the, what the fuck's his name again? We're uh, on the Dr. Phil savings, uh, diagram here. If I, uh, not Dr. Phil, fucking the Dave Ramsey. There we go. So we're, we kind of follow his program where we do the envelopes of money for shit. That seems to be pretty effective. It is, for for sure. Like, it puts you on a budget hardcore. So, like, we have extra money just sitting in our normal checkings, but, like, say for entertainment and shit, we'll put a certain amount in there for, like, date nights, movies, shit like that. Then we'll do, like, personal money, like, that's just meant for us. It's, like, 60 a month. So, like, I'll get 60 a month to spend whatever the fuck I want. Video games. Yeah. (laughs) It's, like, one video game. Um. And just shit like that, gas funds, stuff like that. Mm. So we have our emergency fund set away, put that in there. But there's just some shit like I see and I'm like, ah, I know we got that money just chilling. I fucking, we want this. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to be like, nah, then we save up for that. It's just like, I feel like I fucking want to know. I've become in the mindset, of, not the mindset, but the thought of like, don't buy it if you can't buy it twice. Yes. Kind of deal. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that means I, I can buy this shit twice. Yeah. So, yes, I'm going to get it. That's a good mindset. Because then if I have. don't like it, it's like, fuck it. I, I still got shit to back it up. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, sometimes I feel like I'm buying dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> like the other day, I told someone, I was like, yeah, so I bought some more things. And they're like, you just be buying stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'm out here. <laughs> it's my paycheck. It's my money. So I bought it. It's mine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, there's there is times where it's like, why did I buy this? Yeah. 
Why am I buying this dumb shit? True. Like I have so many shoes. <laughs> you do. And people love to point out like you don't wear that pair like uh yes I do. Yeah. Once every three months. Yeah, but you still wear it. That's my thing. <laughs> like hello? Like I buy a new pair of shoes. Am I gonna wear those? Very rarely because they're white and they Yeah. That's my thing with white shoes. Like you rarely wear them, but when you do, oh no, damn, dude, I, I buy so many white shoes. But there's I some white shoes like white Vans. I feel like they look better once they're a little broken in. Yeah, like you don't want pearly white Vans. No, I mean I have. <laughs> I have damn, a few Daniel. I have. <laughs> I have the high tops all white in a box. I have the slip-ons all white in a box, and I have the classics all white in a box that I am yet to wear. I but was, I have all three of the same shoes yeah. that are heavily worn. As well. <laughs> so it's like, why do you have two of these? It's like, well, when I feel like well, I need to dress nice, I, I got out the it box. like that. Yeah. That's why I bought them. I, I was just looking. You got a shit ton of white shoes <laughs> happening over there. Yeah. I got like two pairs of white. Nah, shit. I got one pair of white shoes now. I threw another pair out. They were just beyond. But they go with anything, man. True, I'm just waiting for my first pair of them white New Balances, baby. <laughs> Dude, I think New Balances are a little pricey. The ones that like they, look good. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them look whack and like definitely your dad shoes that aren't attractive. Right. <laughs> but then there's the New Balances that like look nice with the right outfit. Yeah. And you're like, okay, why are these 220? I Right, because they're I thought comfy that was, as shit. I thought Jordans were just 200 bucks. <laughs> Fucking New Balances are comfy as fuck. I don't care what anyone says. They are a comfy as shoe. You know what? I think one of these days, I'm just going to surprise you with a pair of Ultra Boost or NMD. Oh, Yo, shit. So comfy. <laughs> Ever since I bought my first pair last year, yeah. finally got on board. Bless up. Um, <laughs> now I have four pairs. <laughs> oh, damn. He's just like, oh, shit. They're so comfy, money. dude. I could walk in them all day. Okay. That's my adult justification of yeah. it. Like, these are so goddamn comfy. Bruh, speaking of walking all day, I've been getting my steps in Ooh. lately. Like, you know how these fucking smartwatches track your steps and shit? They spend, like, it'll buzz and remind you, like, oh, you have 250 steps left to take this hour. But I've been trying to, like, do miles of walking and shit. So I'll just leave work for, like, 10, 15 minutes and walk around the football stadium and back. Yeah. Some days I do not pick the right fucking shoes to be. It's like <laughs> Vegas walking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I'll do it two or three times throughout the day just to get the miles in and the steps in. Some days you get home and you're like, oh, fuck, my feet hurt. I got to be more conscious about my shoe choices. You know what else I've been wanting to do that that reminds me of? Your productivity. I want to, like, I want to look better physically to myself. Right? Yeah. That's where I'm at. Because, like, I have, like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I've been talking about it for a while, but it's always been put on the back burner. Like, I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. Now I ain't got shit to do. And so now it's like for real, for real, like the motivation is back. So it's like, okay. And I've been in that vibe lately where I was just like, I want to go back to like when I lived on the block. I want to go back to that. I just want to like feel good. Look yeah. good, feel good. That's where I'm at. You like I feel like feel I feel like I dress night. Like I am confident when I dress, but I want to be confident when I'm like 
going floating or something. Yeah, floating, high springs. You just take off your shit, and it's like, oh, shit. I look good. Yeah, like, okay. Another, I call it drastic just because I'm dramatic sometimes, and I can own that once in a while. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Yesterday, I made a drastic decision right before I went to work. I have body hair on the front for anyone who doesn't know. I just straight shaped it off yesterday. Bruh, just right there. But I, I feel like as I did it, I was like, well, here we go. But <coughs> even just doing that, like, it's like, I feel like when I look at myself in the mirror after I did that, yeah. it looks like I like lost five pounds, 10 pounds. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you a tip because I used to like shave. Like, I was still manscaping shit, but like, I feel like when I get to the point of working out, I'm going to shave it all off again. But the fucking ingrown hair shit, it looks whack after a minute. <laughs> it's like you got to find a way or like a spacing in between like <laughs> shaving it to like not get the ingrown hairs because that shit just looks whack after a little yeah, while. Yeah, this is the first time I fully shaved it in like two years. It's just rather than just trimming it. Yeah, that fucking ingrown hair like razor burn type shit is just... Ah. That's the part I hated the most. Cause I did it way too often. I'll just say that. So I had to like find a routine. Yeah. And then I got pudgy as fuck. So then I stopped. <laughs> I was hyped though. I still have a little bit of the little bit of V going on. Yeah. A little bit. But I want like the abs back. I want to eat some Bruh. like pecs. Bruh, pectorals. If, if you could come to the ridge, like if you got it like that at some point. I mean, I got drug money. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, hang on. Uh, in quotes, drug in quotes, money. Drug money. <laughs> it's I, just tips. Yeah. <laughs> I just made fun because the way he got a stash to make it look like he's fucking selling drugs. Just a couple stacks here and there. <laughs> Something light, you know. <laughs> Tucked away in the shoebox. Nickel dime <laughs> kind of stuff. <laughs> well, I was thinking, it reminds me of the days when we would go shoot in the ridge and shit. That'd be fun as fuck. Mm. Work out together, but play ball beforehand. See, I think that's what it takes for me to, like, get into the routine. I need, like, a month of, like, someone to work out with. Yes. Because I feel like another another thing I believe in, similar to the envelope thing, like, if you do something for three weeks, yeah, then it becomes, okay, like, a habit. I'm going to say this. Do you, do you just want to make a, a little pack on here? We become workout buddies? I mean, if you can. Aren't you going at, like, six in the morning? I'm going twice a day. Okay. What's I I do t- the morning. Like I'll I'll do conditioning in the mornings because I love the steam room and then hot tub after. Uh, so I go like six in the morning and then after work I'll go. So I'll I'll adjust to your work I schedule. I mean, my I'm all nights now. I didn't take any day shifts on because oh shit, people are way too stressed out during the day shifts. Sure. So I'm like, I don't need this. Maybe not. I mean, I can try to assimilate myself to that morning schedule. Because how late? Because they're Cause that's only not open tw- till 10. Oh, it's about 2. And then weekends, they're open till 9. Sundays is 8.30, but Sundays are yeah, like a chill My day only anyways. days off now are Thursday and Sunday. Plus pool workouts and shit. I want to get back into the pool workout. That was another big thing of me wanting to go back. Is I miss doing pool workouts because like, it doesn't feel like you're busting your ass, but then you feel it the next hmm. couple of days. Like, you see... More results from doing pool workouts. Just a whole new way of working out your muscles. Yeah. I feel like the times I do decide to go work out, I like 
push myself too hard right away. So then my yeah. body's sore for like oh two weeks yeah. because I just go way too hard. So I need to like ease into it and just like slowly build up. Yeah. And then get into it. That's where I'm at right now because it's we just joined the ridge on Tuesday or Wednesday, one of the two. So it's hadn't even been a week yet. But I'm in that sore spot. But I do like the first initial lifts like heavier and then I, I'll adjust back down mm-hmm. just to work the soreness out. But once you get that first initial heavy soreness and then you go light, like it feels good to stretch it out while you're doing it. And then you're usually good after like after the first week of yeah. assimilating. And then I wanna like start eating better. Like it's just all these <clears throat> But I just don't I'm, want it to be like a cycle because I feel like I I get in these spurts of like, man, I want to do better. And then I like I don't. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I, I want to do better. And then it's like two in the morning. You're like, ah, but Taco Bell is still open. Yeah. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. That's one thing I've been doing lately is, I mean, I've been doing it for a while, is not eating after like seven or eight. Because if you, if you can skip eating past like seven or eight, like like if you got it back on like a normal sleep schedule, mm-hmm. not eating past seven or eight is not that bad because you're just going to sleep until the next morning. So your body's going to enter the stage of burning yeah. the extra calories anyways. I feel like fucking George has just subconsciously Fuck, inspired me. Yeah. Motivated He's me. He's part of the reason I'm like, Oh shit! This dude used to be pudgy as fuck. Then got big as shit, like rip, and then got pudgy a little bit. Yeah, and then and now, now he's, he's lean. just like fuck. What? So like, watching his Instagram stories and shit, his whole rice bowl thing he's been on lately. That's what I'm gonna start doing for lunches. I already told Kirsten, I was like, we're gonna buy a shit ton of chicken and rice. Differ up like what we do, so you don't have to eat just chicken and rice all the time. Like. Do teriyaki rice bowls. You can do sweet and sour yeah. shit. But as long as we don't have to eat the same shit, but it's still healthy, I can do that. Cause it feels like me when I was eating healthy back like on the block, it was just chicken and rice, plain all the fucking time, and you just get sick of it. Yeah. But when you're eating that, like you feel good. See, I would love to get into meal prepping, but like, I don't know enough like about it. Because the times I've done it before, it's like someone else was doing the meal preparation, yeah. so I didn't have to like worry about it. It was just there. Right. And that's, I told Kirsten that. I was like, I want to buy, so we're just going to make a shit ton of rice on like Sundays. This goes into my like routine topic I wanted to talk about. Um, <clears throat> So like on Sundays, I want to make like a shit ton of rice in chicken, put it in Tupperware. <laughs> oh, like we don't have meal prep Tupperware, mm-hmm. but just throw it in there. And have that set for lunches for the week. And then just cook something different for dinner so you're not eating the same shit all the time. But as long as your lunch is set out and you don't have like the, oh, I don't have anything, so I'm just going to go eat like shit for lunch. Yeah. Like it's still. Yeah. It's like meal prepping, but not to the extreme where you're just stuck in that. You have your lunches set out and then you can differ dinner. Like you still cook it, but yeah, it's different. And then I'm trying to get back on my like one pop a day. Yeah, thing because I know pop is bad for you, but like, I'm so fucking addicted to um, carbonation, dude. Like carbonated drinks, bruh. And then like the cheap carbonated drinks just like taste weird, and they feel like it like sticks to your teeth. Yeah. And so it's like I need like a healthy carbonated drink. You know what I tried for the first? It's healthy. It's more expensive, but it's energy drink. 
It's the bang energy. Dude, George is always... Well, I don't know if he still is, but he was. I tried it for the first time when we were driving to uh, Portland last weekend. Because we left Friday night after work. So we left at like 6 at night. We stopped in uh, right outside of Spokane to gas up. I saw bang and I was like, I'm going to try it. See what the fuck these people are talking about. Zero calories, zero sugars, but still carbonated and tastes good. Like the taste thing with energy drinks, like some are good, some are just whack. But Nas is my favorite, dude. And like energy drinks don't really work on me all that well. I think it's psychological for me at this point because I have them so often. Fucking bang, dude. I was up. I could have driven all the fucking way. Like we got to the Tri City area between Washington and Oregon. I was like, I can go the rest of the way. It's up to you if we stop and stay here. And we stopped and stayed because she didn't want to feel like shit the next day from sleeping in the car. Shit, it woke me <laughs> the fuck up. Like, I was drumming. I was singing and shit. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. I'm just wired. Jesus. But it was so fucking good. Still, healthy, zero carbonation, though. Nice. Or zero carbonation, zero calorie. Yeah, carbonated, I got it, though. But this brings me into my uh, routine topic I wanted to talk about. Well, Sunday seems like a routine day for us, like where we clean the house, vacuum, scrub it down. Like, do you have routines throughout the week that you stick to? <sighs> like, not really set. Like, I feel like I have a weekly, like, mental checklist yeah. of a routine, but it's not like usually same days. But usually Sunday's my, like, clean up my room day. Yeah. That's pretty much it, dude. I really don't have much routine. I was about to say, Sunday is our day to, like, deep clean the fucking house. Like, that's what we did all morning was clean the living room, vacuumed everything, clean the whole kitchen, clean both our room and the guest bedroom. You're so damn adult, man. Right. But you just feel so fucking good afterwards. Like, it's like... Oh shit, this is gonna be a good week. Like that. I don't know. It's like the look good, feel good. Yeah. Like the house is so clean, it's like you just feel better. That's what Sundays are for us. Do you hear a buzzing in your I do ear? hear it, yeah. What in the technical problems in the studio? I don't know. It's really <laughs> light. I thought yeah. it was a couch. I did too. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I was just, routines came up because Sundays, depending on what we have going on the weekend, it seems like Sundays are like our routine do-everything day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need to decide when my laundry day is because that's just so sporadic. It just turns into like when I run out of underwear. Right. That's like, like we're doing laundry today. We didn't have a shit ton, but our routine for laundry is just like sporadic as fuck. We need to get that. Like a Sunday, Thursday type thing. <laughs> I didn't figure my shit out, man. There has to be a balance for laundry. Like, what the fuck? It's just so hit and miss. I know, man. I, I just sometimes just want to be rich and just be like, yo, someone do my laundry. Right? <laughs> the worst part someone about fold laundry my shit. is someone folding put it that away. shit. Like, I can put it in the dryer, take it in and out, whatever. That folding that shit, ugh. Socks. See, I don't mind socks as much. It's folding every fucking t-shirt that comes out. And then like Kirsten shit that comes out. 
I still don't know what goes on hangers, what doesn't. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll like lay it nicely or like fold it. Accidentally wash something you're supposed to air dry. Right. <laughs> like I have that problem. Like my jeans, like I don't let that shit go through the dryer because like shit shrinks up on me and it's hard enough to find pants that long with the right waistline. Dude, my pant size has been weird. Yeah? You like changed. I don't know what it did, happened. Bruh, I, I know what you're saying. Like, I used to be one size. Now I'm, like, a little bit different. Now I found, like, I feel like I found, like, my size. Yeah. For now, at least. But it's, like, that's such a hard size to find, man. Like, so, like, I fluctuate between, like, a 36 and 38 waist. I, I was, like, 32 and 34 for the longest time, but I did get bigger. So, like, I see go, moving up waist size. But it's, like, a couple of years ago, 36s fit like my 38s do now but i really haven't changed all that much and it's like what the fuck is happening in jeans yeah i used to be just a regular 32 32 all the time yeah and now that 32 length is like too long but i'm not shorter right and like the 32 is now like a little bit bigger on me so i have to find like a 31 to be perfect but there's not a lot of 31s no then a lot of 31s are 31 32 so then they're too long so then it, my sweet spot now is like 31 30 yeah. And there's like rarely 3130s. I've had to order pants like online. And then even uh, most of those are hit or miss. Like my problem is like I can find the waist just fine, but it's because 36, it's common. But the fucking length that goes with him is like they think I'm just like a short, pudgy motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, nah. Welcome to America, like, dog. I'm like a 36, 38, and then they got like a 32, which is like a motherfucking <laughs> calf like a capri on me and then none of them go up to like 34 occasionally like some brands i'll have to go to a 36 which some people are like they're like oh you need a 36 anyway it's like no nah, i don't like that stack at the bottom like people are like i like, no it just looks sloppy. yeah i don't need that 2007 stack yeah fuck that just give me a nice jean that just breaks right there like do like a half bend at the top that's all i want and especially because I sag like a little bit. Yeah. My sagging is like way better than it used to be. I yeah. used to sag hard often. <laughs> right. Now it's like I'm just barely below the waist just a little That's bit. That's where I wear my jeans is like right barely below the hip. So it's just like comfortable. Mm. Mm. It's hard to find jeans that yeah, jeans allow you to a, do that. A fickle. That's <laughs> a fickle pickle, dude. <laughs> I tell you what. All right, you said you had a longer thing for Cody's Corner today. Uh, not, it can, it can be longer, but okay. I mean, I got to do some searching as I do it. Okay. But, uh, <clears throat> so I was, I was thinking about this on the way over, and I was like, this will be fun as shit to do. Should we hit him with the intro for it? Yeah, do it up. All right. Welcome, everybody, to... <gasps> where am I coming from? <laughs> where, are you, where, are you, where are you at? You over here. here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Welcome to... Cody's Corner. Nice. Yeah, it nice. sounds way better. After you All right. So the game I have for you, because you brought up the game last time. So I was like, she will be fun to do a game. But then I was thinking, what would I do? And then it hit me on I the like drive I made it specific to Cody's Corner this time. Uh, so this is terrible movie titles. But you have to guess based on the title what the movie's about. Okay. All right. <laughs> First one. Quaxer has a cousin in the Bronx. That's the movie? Yeah. 
Quaxer has a cousin in the Bronx. Is it animated? No. Oh. No, it's real. Uh, time period, 1970s, I want to say. <clears throat> and I have to guess what it's about? Yeah. Some whack <clears throat> mob movie about um, this dude's cousin in the Bronx that's like he's trying to tidy up into a better better guy. All right, you ready? <laughs> yeah. So th- this was weird. I, I'm just reading the IMDb uh, plot summary. In Dublin, a working class family has been unsuccessful in convincing their son to get a real job. The son prefers his job of scooping up horses' dung <laughs> and selling it for garden flowers. <clears throat> what a hustle. Right? An American exchange student almost runs him over and gets to know him. The dung man has ignored warnings <laughs> the <poop> from guy. <laughs> <laughs> has ignored warnings from his family and suddenly the horses have been banned from Dublin. His new love is leaving for America and he must find a way to cope with the new reality. What? It seems all over the fucking place. <laughs> but that is Oh, I I, I missed a word. Quaxer Fortune is his oh. name. Has a cousin in the Bronx. Still doesn't add up after no, it that doesn't. plot summary. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> this, this one just <laughs> ready. Yeah. Breaking. Yeah. Breaking. It's got the apostrophe. Okay. Breaking two, the electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna walk down to Electric Avenue. Uh, we'll take it higher. What the fuck? When is this made? Eighties. <laughs> I feel like this is just a dance battle. <laughs> like you're just like a groovy disco dance battle. Maybe it. Maybe a main character is a cop. Okay. <laughs> like some Starsky and Hutch type shit. <laughs> like the Ben Stiller and uh, Owen Wilson. That was Zoolander. <laughs> No, no, no. They're Starsky and Hutch movie. Oh, Starsky and Hutch movie. <laughs> okay, what was IMDb got on this? Here we Until go. the electric, boogaloo. The electric boogaloo, baby. <laughs> Apparently you can find it on Prime Get down video. with your bad self. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 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 okay. What do you think of Mark, Mark uh, Ribele? Oh, oh, do you not have a plot summary for me? Come on now. There we go. Hell yeah. I'm already boogieing. To the boogaloo. <laughs> oh shit! This one's a short one. <laughs> you were right with dancing. Oh man. hell yeah! A developer tries to bulldoze a community rec center. The local break dancers try to stop it. Some b boys. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Busting down the boogaloo. Busting down <laughs> boogaloo. <laughs> oh. We're gonna bust down this rec center, but we gonna. Sit down on this cardboard, baby. <laughs> Save uh. the rec center, baby. Bust it down. <laughs> oh shit! Get a part two. What? What is the? All right. Bust it down, Mark. This one even that funny, but it's just like, okay, Leonard, part six. That's the movie title. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that Leonard. Part 6, 
This one actually has a plot summary underneath it. A boxer trying mm-hmm. to reignite his career after falling down in the slumps. Ah, nah. Damn. <laughs> this one is like a it. parody spy movie Whoa. starring Bill Cosby Whoa. as a CIA agent turned restaurateur. Giving battles of vegetarian. Whoa. Trying to take over the world with magical meat given to him by a gypsy. This sounds <laughs> like a porno, man. But you wouldn't have guessed that by the title. It says it right there. (laughs) You would not. No word on what magical foodstuffs were used in parts one through five, given that the movies don't actually exist. (laughs) You just skipped to part six. (laughs) They were just like, fuck one through five. This is going to be like Star Wars. We're going to work ourselves backward. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. uh, Nah, that was not funny enough. Oh, shit. Okay. Magical (laughs) meat. And j- you will not get these tears, Gypsy. What? <laughs> Hold on, I got. I gotta look this one up before I even say it, see if it's even worth doing. No parts one through five. Like why? Why you just skip to part six? I just want to bust it down the boogaloo. That's just a fun word. Oh shit! This one's a short one too. Oh, it's only got three point six out of ten on IM IMDb. All right, here, F A R T, the movie. Is this South Park? Nah, nah. What was actual theirs? video? Nineteen ninety one. Fart, F A R T. It's a special um, squadron of military personnel <laughs> that refer to themselves <laughs> as the F A R T. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah. Sam. Russell has two passions, watching television and farting. <laughs> he okay. also he also loves Heather. Heather hates farting. Oh, that sounds like some relationships. <laughs> the Eternal Triangle. One oh. day, she warns him, if they are ever allow farting, if they ever allow farting on television, you'll never leave the house. One evening, he goes to sleep in front of the TV, and it happens. Virtually everything on TV is fart-related, from sitcoms and commercials to newscasts and dramas. Fart, the movie, 1991. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, a lot. That's almost better than the tire movie. <laughs> oh, shoot. Did I type it in the wrong one? I can go back now. What am I doing? Bust it down, the boogaloo. Bust it down, boogaloo. <laughs> what a nickname that'd be for somebody. Yo, boogaloo. <laughs> oh, what, is, what the hell is this? Uh, it just has V.I. Warshawski. Or Warshawski, however you want to say that. 1991. This sounds like another mob-related uh, heist, is my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, heist. In within the mob somehow. Heist in the mob. Yeah. All right, IMDb, what you got for me? They ain't got. Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, it's a short one. A female PI babysitting for a boyfriend gets stuck with his daughter 
in the case of her murdered father. Damn. This could be mob, dude. This could be mob, <laughs> dude. It's that too short of a description. Russian mafia. Trafficking? Trafficking? <laughs> I will uh, find you. And I will kill you. Okay, shit. What is this? Is this All the right. same movie? No. Okay. No, okay. New one, new one. Tu Wang Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Nineteen ninety five. Oh a, shit, Patrick Swayze is in This it? is a crossover. And Wesley Snipes. This is a crossover rom com mixed with some shoddy uh martial arts and dance because Patrick Swayze. Alright, check it. Check it. <laughs> Wesley Snipes, <laughs> Patrick Swayze, and John, I can't even say that, Luguizamo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Play New York City drag queens who oh. road trip to Hollywood to appear in the Miss Drag Queen of America pageant. Whoa. The title is taken from a photo that they carry in their car, signed by actress Julie Newmar, who played Catwoman in the 1960s Batman television show. I was off, man. Well, I got the dance. Off. They True. were probably dancing. Probably. Drag show. Do you think Wesley was still evading tax <laughs> back then? Probably. <laughs> probably. Man, he really turned his life around with Blade. Drag queen to Blade. Okay. Okay. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm going to let you guess at this one right quick. Santa with muscles. That sounds like a dude in a Santa costume with like his ripped ripped sleeves off. I don't know. This right, one... you guessed part of it. <laughs> That's like the tight of what uh, it looks like. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger giving out gifts. Get this out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Hulk Hogan plays Santa Claus. Oh hell so yeah, Santa with muscle baby, and he does have a ripped jacket. Right? Hit him with it. <laughs> Flex on him. <laughs> it's got 2.5 stars. Good. An evil millionaire believes he is Santa Claus after an accident renders him amnesiac. Is that a word? I, I guess. No. Language. 1996 was wild. <laughs> it's a good year. <laughs> I was four. Oh, what, what is this? Six figures, I was only four. It's a lie. Teaching Mrs. Tingle, nineteen ninety nine. Teaching Mrs. Tingle also sounds like a porno. <laughs> right. um, a mother has to teach her grown adult daughter um, how to. Swoon a man. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Teaching Mrs. Tingle is the story of a girl who is willing to do anything to become valedictorian, even if it means murdering the teacher that stands Whoa. in her way. Damn, it was teaching. It was teaching. Ah, dude. I would do <laughs> one more of these bad babies. Okay, okay. Let's see. I got to find a good one, though. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. Hmm. 
I've fallen and I can't get erect. Oh, Miss Tingle <laughs> to the rescue. See what I got under the hood, if you know what I mean. This is the whole title. <laughs> it's not a long one. Dreamer, inspired by a true story. 2005. Sports related. <laughs> um, an autistic child wants to become a football player. Okay, let's see how you do. Probably not. It's 2005. Fuck. Um, an underprivileged kid wants to become um, an, a dreamer. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, there, there is a child involved, kind of sports related, in the fact that it's horse racing. But Kale Crane catalyzes the rescue and rehabilitation of Sonador, a racehorse with a broken leg. I'm assuming similar to Seabiscuit. And what the hell is the other one? Ah. I don't know. What the hell was it? Seabiscuit and... Uh, Secretariat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Secretariat. Boom. I just thought that would be a fun-ass game to play. Well, that was our... Terrible movie titles. Guess what happens? Cody's Corner. Nice, dude. Damn. Not bad. I thought that would be fun. Boogaloo. Boogaloo. That's all stupid. And we got Boogaloo out of it. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Bust it down, Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Oh, what's he, what's he doing? Oh, he's doing that electric boogaloo, baby. <laughs> you know his... So hit time. him with the electric boogaloo mm-hmm. one time. Uh, trademark it, boogaloo. <laughs> That's your move. That's your signature, dog. Fucking boogaloo is fun as hell to say. Oh, shit. Oh, I was going to hit on this. is my other topic. Yeah. So I, I told you I've been watching All American on Netflix recently. Yeah. For those of you who know what it is, or for those who don't know what it is, it's... A black kid from South Crenshaw who plays football in high school and this coach recruits him to go play in Beverly Hills so his team can get better and so the kid can get noticed and go to college. Uh, I'm going to just say the football acting, garbage. Kind of what you would expect from a Netflix series original on football. Yeah. Uh, Storyline, though, pretty damn good. So it's kept me in. There's 16 episodes in the first season. I'm on like episode 14 right now. Uh, But through the course of this, like you find out this kid doesn't know who his father is, goes through this battle, then pieces start connecting here and there with this new coach. Yeah. Um, But in the episode I just left off on, his father shows up to watch him at one of these football games. And... uh, he doesn't know the real story of why he left in anything and tells his mom he deserves to know. And the mom says, I don't owe you a damn thing. I raised you as both your mother and your father. Like, I don't owe you an explanation. Do you think in a situation like that where the father walks out on the family, but you know, you're like throughout the show, like he's like violent, like, struggles because of his father leaving the family and him not knowing and having a reason why. Yeah. Like you can see it just like eats away at him. Yeah. 
Like, do you think like the mom knows that he has this reason why like, he's been in trouble fighting in school because of this? Like, do you think there's an explanation owed why the father left, or is it just is what it is? What if she doesn't know? What if he's just like? You but she just... does know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like a closure piece. Yeah. I would think. So I. That was me with it. Like, I feel like it would be like tough to do, but it's closure yeah. for it. So like the show like has teachable moments throughout it being coaches influencing single moms doing the work. Uh him coming out of a gang related community. There's a lot of teaching stuff throughout it. And then this moment came up and she's like, I don't owe you an explanation. But when you see your kid having so much trouble like finding his identity because of this one fucking thing. Wouldn't yeah. you just want to like put it to bed, like tell him that way he can just accept it and move on. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a bullshit. I think in that moment, yeah, you got to tell the kid. If you don't know, you just tell him you don't know. But when he knows that, you know, and you just keep hiding it, like you owe it to your kid to tell him. It's just one of those, uh, Hard conversations you have to have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hard conversations are needed. Yeah. Both in life and in a Netflix series. Troll. Teachable Troll. moments. Yeah, there's a lot of teachable moments in this. Lessons shit. learned. But not a bad show. Surprising for Netflix series so far, but the football acting, typical. I've also been watching a shit ton of, uh, 30 for 30s lately. I've seen like all of them. Just about. I finally watched the Seau. You did? One, two, yeah. That dude. was a good one. Got a little sad. Yeah, but it's just so hard. And like when you see him spiraling at the end, like, because mm-hmm. they build up and then the and end all is just the, the fucking all spiral. the kids' interviews. I'm like, yeah. God damn. Damn it if his kid in high school doesn't look exactly like him. Yeah. Though. Oh, shit. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's a lot of bass in the voice for a kid in high school. Like, holy shit. Whew, that wow. kid got things coming in his future. He's stacked as shit, too. Well, one of them stacked as shit. Not the one in high school. One of them stacked as shit. But the mm-hmm. one in high school is just... He could be QB. Yeah. QB one, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I uh, rewatched the one on Bobby Knight the other day. Good one. Yeah. Good one. I was just sitting there. I was like, I remember the choking thing, but I couldn't remember what happened after he left. So I was like, you know what? I'll watch this shit again. I like Bobby Knight. And then I found out Hoosiers was fucking Bobby Knight was the coach in Hoosiers. I never knew that before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I should have put it together with the time frame and coaching Indiana, but I never did. I rewatched Blue Chips the other day. What was Blue Chips? Uh, it was Shaq and Penny Hardaway. Nick Nolte. I assume Orlando. Uh, yeah, it was like right after he got drafted in the NBA, yeah. but it was about just like blue chip prospects and oh. him like somehow getting these five star dudes blue chips yeah. to his team. Hmm. Oldie but a goodie. I don't think I've seen that one. That was good. It's good. I'll watch that shit. Glory Rhodes on a Prime, so Troll. Great one. Oh, uh, I got ESPN. I watched, they have a show on there called Draft Academy. I enjoy shit like that. Yeah, like they have another one I've been trying to watch. It's about uh, year one, about like acclimating. NBA. Yeah, so like year one is NBA rookies going through their shit, and then uh, draft academy 
was it had uh what what Bosa brother was it Nick? Yeah. Yeah. It had Nick in there, the uh Drew Locke in there, and a bunch of other quarterbacks in there. But their preparation after college, like the trainers they picked to train with, what they did, and yeah. then leading up to the draft and after. I just cool. enjoy watching shit Me like too. that. Like finding out the behind the scenes of the process. Yeah. One of my dream jobs would be like being a scout for NBA or NFL. That'd be yeah. fucking dope. That'd be dope. Like I don't even know how you I feel like you need connections to get into yeah. that. I also watched uh the two Bills, thirty for thirty. He was oh yeah. Parcells and Belichick. Yeah. That Crazy. was a good one. It's the most I've seen either Bill talk. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, they both don't talk at all. Like press conferences, everything, mm-hmm. no media. So to like hear their stories and hear them talk, that was cool as shit to watch. But Bill Parcells is Belichick's foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And now look what is happening because of that. Yeah. See, I feel like Bill Belichick, when I get to New Madden, when he goes yeah. in, like when he got the Browns job and is like, I have a plan. Yeah. Like that's me. I cu- I'm binder ready. Yeah. Yes, I have. I can't wait for the fucking new Madden. Me either, dude. Even though you have to, I, I'm this stoked that they put problems. the college football back in. Even though you can only for do the story mode, yeah. I think the storyline is just about quarterback. You can do other main positions. Oh, you can. But the main storyline, yeah. like you don't get that if you play another position. Oh, okay. I'm just stoked to have that back. Yeah, and they have like six colleges or eight colleges or something. Yeah. Then there's rumors about NCAA making a comeback. I know that's years down the road. I'm hoping like five. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to work around that, yeah. like legally. I just, ah. I, I, I don't even know how, but, but like when I saw that it was in the process of maybe being reopened, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, if that comes out where I'm making you binge it with me for. Yeah, bit. yeah, that's going to happen. Scouting, ugh, miss it. Everything, man. I love that I, game. Can you imagine college football games nowadays? Holy shit, dude. Especially if they bring in like same developers and stuff like that. Because yes. even okay. if they came out with like 13 again with just like minor improvements, I'd still yeah. be hyped. Fuck, I still play 13 on the 360 in our guest bedroom. That's like the only game, game I have left. Oh, man. Shit. Yeah. That'd be dope, though. I can't wait for Madden 20 to come out, though. Yeah, me either, because this one, it's just been janky. Like, it just runs different. Yeah. It's not as fun. It's not as I agree. This Madden has not been nearly as fun. And it just, I my fucking game keeps crashing when I try to, like, play it. Oh, no shit? Yeah. I think it's because I'm completely, like, revamping the team, and it's, like, late in the cycle of Madden. So yeah. it's like they're not even updating the game much anymore. Yeah. I don't know. When is the new man set to release? Uh, August. August. Yeah. Sadly. <sighs> Fuck, I'm stoked. Yeah, last year was like August 8th or something, so hopefully it's early August. I need to again. pre-order that shit. Well, if you pre-order it um, at a certain time, before a certain time, you get 10% off. I saw, Yeah, that's what I've been seeing. Plus, I also have... EA Access mm-hmm. or th- whatever app it is, so you also get percentages off with that. Yeah. Oh. Damn it. Fucking whatever. Oh, what's that? 
Oh, this is just my t- oh, tab. This is, your thigh tab. <laughs> this is why it comes in so handy right there. Oh, was, uh, was that? Uh, just this big ass piece on my thigh. <laughs> um, shit, I think that'll be the end of this episode for this week. It's uh, 4 p.m. on uh, Sunday. But that went by pretty quick for not having shit to talk about coming into this. Yeah, true. Not bad. More prepared next week, hopefully. This one's late. I count that as my bad because I didn't text you and I have this night schedule now. That doesn't work with your normal 9 to 5 schedule. True, but I got weekends, so. Yeah, we'll work it out. Still got to get guests on. I haven't heard back from the HR dude. Um, and then I, it's just a matter of reaching out to these other people yeah. and deciding what works. We'll figure it out. We'll have guests on soon. We need a guest on the YouTube channel. Anyone doesn't know, we're on YouTube, the upstairs basement, our last, ever since we switched over to the upstairs basement, we've been on YouTube with our stuff. Uh, we're still available on all platforms. We need to get that Twitter game moving. Dude, I don't know how to. I don't know how to tweet. I know how to tweet. I don't know how to get people to follow. That's my thing. Like, how do you how gain do you... people as a, I yeah. don't know, without paying for it or right. having some setup? If you know. want to, go follow us on Twitter. At the Upstairs Base, or just Upstairs Base, just like our other platforms. Um, fuck. <laughs> Shout out to everyone still rocking with us. Yeah. Dope. Please keep sharing it with people. That'd be amazing. Uh, Patreon, even though no one's checking that shit out either. Patreon.com, upstairs Check base. It out. $3. All it takes. You can do it as a one-time donation. You can do it as a recurring um, sponsorship for us. Get us some new stuff around here, new digs. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll see you guys next, next week. week. All right. Peace, peace. out. Peace.